0: On today's episode, Alan and I talk about the upcoming Grand American before diving deep into the top reproducing coonhounds in UKC's history. We hope you enjoy this one.
1: You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, curfeist, and more for over 125 years.
0: This podcast is fueled by Eukanuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast. This is Trevor Wade. I'll be hosting today and I'm joined by the director of Hunting Ops, Alan Gingrich.
1: How you doing, Alan? It's a good day, November the 8th. So you know what that means today, but uh, yeah. aside from that, I hear you got your new little dog, right? Well, yeah, that that is true. I
0: uh, just just recently went this past weekend and got me a little Walker female. My my daughter's been bugging me for a little Walker female, and uh, I you know I, I like Hank pretty good, and uh, I, I want to kind of he's just good around the house. He's he's a good hunting dog, and I, I'd like to have something out of him one day. So I figured this way I'll be able to ensure that I do get something out of him if if she makes the cut. That yeah. is.
1: So. Yeah. So you just picked up this little hold. Is this? Up. It's uh, seven kind of months aged, old. Seven months old. Seven way, months old, yeah. It's past the puppy stage, which is good for me. That'll be a little project for you here coming up this fall.
0: Yeah. This I think season. she she's she'll be ready to run here as soon as she gets used to us. So we've had her for two or three days now. We're gonna she's already coming to us and she's good in the kennel, so she got yeah. a, she got a head full of sense which is the first start, but I think I'm about ready to start toting her around a little bit yeah and get her uh get her Acquainted to that. Now, if you can, see, you can just
1: get your papers transferred to you in time, everything <laughs> will be good, right? Hey, it's kind of funny that you mentioned it. We've uh, yeah. we got some registration uh, numbers today, but uh, you know, you did you did that podcast with the registration department yep. a couple of weeks ago, and and that was good. And they have wow, they have really bridged that gap, have they not?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, probably a year ago at this time, we were both frustrated. It's no, and, and a lot of people still were, and it's no secret they knew and all that good stuff. And it just didn't seem like we we're making any headway. And the past couple months have been man
1: so encouraging it has been and i am so tickled for them proud of them you know and we've known for a little while that they were really uh bridging that gap so to speak and uh but we kind of had to wait but we can hey kudos to them yeah uh uh, lots of hours and a lot of hard work by the members of that team yeah you know we get some numbers every week you know they give us some information that we see kind of where they're at you know and And one of the things is their time. You know, we used to get so many calls. Somebody would say, well, I'm number 89 in the queue when they called up here. Now, that's in reference to the registration department. Right. I can tell you just at noon, you know, last week they were having a couple times they were down to uh, less than two-minute wait time. Somebody, sometimes nobody in the queue. That's They've really got it down to nothing. So today, just before we came down here, I ran over there just to see where they were. So at 1230, they had one customer in the queue. Right. One customer. Yeah. and the, and the, so the whole whole time is less than five minutes on average for the day so wow they, they that's so good
0: not only have the phones really stepped it up but the email the whole email thing has gotten so much better that was the thing probably the last thing that was lacking behind right and, and I know in the current update they're almost they're up to their current on those the other yeah. the other morning I got an email about a registration question that um I shot it over there to them and they had an answer to me within 15 minutes yeah
1: yeah you know and as far as the work that comes in the uh, registration work uh the, ideally they would like to be within one week of processing that stuff and right now they're they're really closing that fast too you know but they're right, as of today they were on november the 8th they are working on mail that came in on october the 27th which would have been last thursday so it's just a little over 5 about 7 working days right now so but they're getting it they're right. getting it Hey, and that goes to show that if you're if you if
0: you have a time frame that doesn't match what you're telling them there, then there's probably an issue with the papers. Yeah. And there's no better time yeah. than to get a hold of them right now uh, during business hours. They have extended business hours now for for everybody working or on the West Coast. Get a hold of them and let it get your problem sorted out, because that's probably a problem on your papers and they're in the hold while probably.
1: Exactly. And and we encourage those folks. And now would be a good time if they have had issues uh, that haven't received their papers or whatever, if it's been a while contact them they should be able to get to the bottom of it pretty quick yeah email chat
0: or phone call now all going to be efficient options for you because then those uh, wait times are down to nothing Yep. Uh, so today we're gonna we got a pretty fun episode today we've both been uh neck deep in rules for the past month it feels like we've done podcasts about them wrote columns we got the rule book proofing going on trying to get it ready for print and have it out with uh, your january issue of bloodlines and have it available at events uh like the grand american which is something we're going to yep. talk about today we're going to start out talking about the grand american but later in the episode we're going to talk about some of our reproducing lists and some of the top reproducers in the comp in the company's history as far as coonhounds go which we're both super excited for i think yeah
1: when we talked about using making this a topic man i was excited right away and yesterday we talked about a little bit this morning I was thinking about on the drive in. This is to, I'm looking forward to this. So, yeah, uh,
0: it's going to be a lot of familiar names, and and I hope you guys learned something that you don't know. Yeah, we pulled a lot of information, a lot of numbers, and uh, I think it's just going to be just going to be fun. Yeah, some really good out.
1: stuff. You know, things that we kind of know, but you got to go look at it, pull it up, and you know, to really find out. Just like who has sired the most pups, you know, in, in all time, and who is who has the most titled pups, and this and that. So a lot of we're going to bring some of that information today. Yeah. But, hey, we're going to start out with a,
0: a major—right now it's hunting season. Everybody's enjoying hunting right now, but uh, it won't be long, and competition season will be back in full swing. And that's going to start out, as usual, in the first first full weekend in January with the Grand American.
1: They're already taking entries. Entries are <laughs> open for us. That's just crazy.
0: It, it kind of sneaks up on you. I you does, feel like you just get done with the world hunt. Uh, you're finally getting caught up on some things, and boom, Grand American. Yep. Uh, but right now entries are already open. Uh, they've had their event ad in our in our Coonhound Bloodlines recently with their entry forms. That's that lives on our website ukcdogs.com. If you go to the Grand American tab, you can print an entry form there. Um, if I were you, honestly, they probably if you're uh, if you're on Facebook quite a bit, I would make sure to try to join the Grand American Coon Hunt official event page. Um, Ashley Moss, she kind of mans that page, and she puts a lot of good information on there, a lot of need to know type stuff, and then also event ads and, and forms and such, and that's, that's going to be a great place for you to get all the information and entry forms you need.
1: Yeah, just for the record, the event's held on January 6th and 7th, Friday and Saturday of next year at the Orangeburg County Fairgrounds, Orangeburg, South Carolina. So, uh, but yeah, that's a good place to go get the information, and it's also a good time to let— UKC does not take those entries. Right. There's an entry form on our website that they can link to 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 get the form if they want to, Uh, but those actually get mailed directly to Mr. David McKee in South Carolina. They do not get mailed to UKC. I think that's kind of a common misconception
0: is that Grand American is similar. It is similar in some ways, but we don't actually put the event on similar to Winter Classic or Automotive. Correct. They do their own thing down there, and they take entries their own way, and this is one of them. And like you said, the deadline to pre-enter for Grand American is coming up quick. By the time you listen to it, you'll only have a couple weeks left. Uh, December 10th, 2022 is the deadline to have your pre-entry postmarked and get it mailed to Mr. David McKee there in South Carolina. And if you need his address, uh, refer to the event ad. Like I said, you can find it in Coonhound Bloodlines, you can find it on our website, or you can find it uh, on their Facebook page, uh, the Grand American Facebook page. So go there for that. Uh, now that we have that kind of out of the way, let's talk a little bit about Grand American and just just about it. They, obviously, it's a two-night event as far as the hunt goes, um, Friday and Saturday night there. Um, and they're going to have their confirmations from 12 to 2 each day uh, to get signed up. Uh, the pre-entry, which we talked about, it's a $50 pre-entry. If you do a walk-up there on the grounds, it's $75 for their to walk-up enter. And that's based on guide availability. So that's always something to take into consideration.
1: The confirmation part of that means we're talking about folks that have uh, entered in advance. They still need to come and confirm that they are there each day. Right. So they don't pull them out of the draw yep. for that day.
0: Uh Grand American is is similar to every other event out there. It's a it's a bigger scale, but it's still gonna be broken up into two different divisions. So uh, you're gonna have the registered category and the champion category for night champions and grand nights. Uh gonna be a two hour cast each night. And there they award the top twenty each night. Is that right?
1: They do. Yeah. Each night. Yeah, and that comes from both divisions. So just based on highest score, top twenty. Right.
0: And uh, at the end of Saturday nights, uh, early around there, when you're done, they're gonna compile all the results and they'll have four Double, I assume double cast winners. Uh, you would assume there'll be four double cast winners throughout the event uh, that'll go on to hunt a final four late on Saturday night for the for the overall. Frame yeah, I, I am not like exactly
1: sure. I would have to go to their event uh, details to to that, make sure of that before I would. I, I assume you may have. Yes, like, I
0: did. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, they'll take double yep. cast winners first, and mm-hmm. there will for sure be two uh, four double cast winners. I would I would think. But yeah. If so, not, they'll refer back to single. night high Yeah. School. So
1: they do it a little bit different than some other events, but that's uh, that's. It's just a good example of what different clubs or different associations have those. uh, They can uh, do things a little, doesn't have to be like every other event. You know, and here they award the top 20, regardless of category. Remember how nice it was last year? It was like, it was,
0: uh, we had a foot and a half of snow here in
1: Michigan. Yeah. My wife sent me
0: pictures of that and we're down there. It's 70 70 degrees in South Carolina. Felt a little guilty, but not too guilty. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Because it can be bad down there too. It can, and it can be really
1: nice too. Yeah
0: um And so for the bench show, they got a really great bench show there at Grand American. They actually have two separate bench shows, whereas most major events like Winter Classic and AutoMoaks they have one bench show held over two days. At uh, Grand American, they actually fit a bench show into each day. So Friday and Saturday there'll be a licensed bench show each day, and they're going to take entries for those shows from eight to ten a.m. Walk-up entries. Uh, there's also advanced entries available. There's a of entry form on the ad, it's $25 for advanced entries and $30 for day of show walk-up entries there at the event.
1: And a youth show as well on that weekend too, right? Yeah,
0: that's right. Saturday, uh, Saturday they'll also be having a youth show that'll go after the uh, uh, regular show on Saturday. It usually could happens late afternoon into the evening, uh, depending on how many entries they have, but same thing, still got to be signed up by the 10 a.m. deadline, and it's actually a $20 entry fee for the youth show. Um and one of the big draws there is always their tree contest. It's not always coon hounds. You see all kinds of dogs yeah. out there doing the tree contest, yeah. but at one o'clock each day on Friday and Saturday, they have a, a tree in contest right outside of the hunt building there. Yeah, it
1: is right behind five, the hunt building. Five there. dollar
0: entry fee. And yeah. go out there and see how many barks your dog can get. Yeah. Um and then the last note I have about it is Coonfest. I've actually not personally been to Coonfest before. We I think we usually have some sort of dinner with the city on Thursday night where we don't get to go to Coonfest too much or we're traveling. Uh, yeah, but look, yeah. Coon Fest is on Thursday, uh, beginning at one o'clock. Uh, it's free to everybody who's there that arrives early, and uh, some of the features that it says is country or sorry, food, country music, entertainment, and door prizes. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to it, but uh, make plans to go. Seems like a good, uh, good time.
1: Yeah, and I think they generally do. I'm not sure if they have it in the headquarters building. They've had it in a couple different places over the years, but sometimes it's in the show building or in the headquarters building. So I'm not. It's one of those buildings. Just I have it. follow the Beals, crowd yeah. and the sound. You'll be all yeah. right. Um, I'm sure you can smell the food there about (laughs) early, early evening there. Follow
0: your nose. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And just the last thing I have here, uh, any more information or contact information regarding vendors, camping, dog bar, and hunter show, uh, you can always get a hold of those folks. There's uh, specific numbers to call for each of those things on the event ad. So uh, just refer to that Grand American event ad and you'll find out all the information that you need. And we're looking forward to heading uh, south come January. It'll be here before we know
1: it. It sure will.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think it's a good time now to kind of dive into some top reproducing stuff
1: yeah um, i'm uh, i've I've been waiting for this.
0: <laughs> We've got a ton of information here, so uh so we should get some good stuff to you, but first we'll we'll just talk about the top reproducers list itself. This has uh, been a staple of Coonhound bloodlines for years for as long as I can remember uh, always been in the back at Coonhound bloodlines and always yep uh, you'll find a list in every it.
1: every month's magazine in the in the bloodlines for it, whatever is current at that time. right. And as
0: the name kind of indicates, this is just a list of the top reproducing uh, dogs, male and female, um, of the seven coonhound breeds, and it's based on the number of uh, nine hunt t- titled pups they've they have, and the percentage of pups that they have that have earned the title. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of what it goes off of that list. I'm just kind of a sucker for any kind of reproduction stuff. Yeah, me uh, too. Yeah.
1: Me too. Breeder stuff is is I've always been fascinated with yeah. that stuff. You know, one thing about the reproducers list, it's important that folks know to, to know how it works and how it's compiled, that they read at the top of each list. It tells you what the criteria is. And the criteria for current versus historical and also Sires versus Dam is not always the same. Right. But just be sure to read the the top of uh the start of each list and you'll see what the criteria actually is. And we are
0: going to mention the criteria right before we do the list down there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do want to talk about real quick, talking about uh, kind of how we both like reprodu- reproduction stuff and uh, and stud ads and uh, and going to events where there's stud banners. I always enjoy seeing the different advertisement for these top stud dogs. Yeah, well, and, the
1: one thing that you started to do here in the last year or so, last six months or so, has yeah. done like a stud dog Thursday or every yeah. other Thursday Posting it on the forums and that's been a pretty big hit. Yeah, You're doing a great job with it. Some of them are getting
0: quite a quite a few view, uh, views and traffic and getting shared all over social media platforms. So, yeah,
1: well, tell the folks what that is. What what are you what are you doing with that?
0: Yeah, basically, I've just uh, last winter when it was kind of slow, I compiled a, a bunch of lists from past issues of Conehead Bloodlines on the top reproducers that we've had over the company's history, and um, kind of going each week, I do a different a different dog from a different breed, kind of cycle through them and. Just kind of tell about some of the top performing litters the dog had in its lifetime, yeah, and yeah. you know, there's different things. You go in there and enjoy. It. It's on our forums, like you said. That's uh, if you you can always navigate to our website, and go to the forums forums.ukcdogs.com, whichever right, right. whichever way to get there. And uh, I've kind of enjoyed doing it. Not only am I putting information out there for other people, but selfishly, I'm learning a lot of good information for yeah. myself to have. Yeah. So it's it's been pretty fun to do. And and with it, I've learned a lot about the the history of some top hounds. And I think we're about to talk about a few of the top pounds that we have in the, in the company's history, as far as reproducing yeah, number of reproducing and then also the number of titles, title yeah. pups that they've reproduced. And yeah, so uh, that's kind of what you, I've been basing you know, it off of. Yeah.
1: We have those lists that are in the magazine we talked about, and then are, you can find them on the website as well, you know, but the, the one other thing I was really interested in and glad we're able to get our hands on was the top five all time, yeah. uh, sires, be it in number of uh, pups produced. And also a number of offspring, titled offspring. Yeah, that's and and we have it right here. And boy, that's uh that's an interesting list. It is. An interesting you went interesting as far list. down as getting about twenty of them here. I see, but well, yeah, man, you what a star-studded list this is. We Holy talked, cow! We talked about
0: the top five, but then I yeah. start looking at some numbers below, and I kind of wanted to uh, compare a little bit of these top five that you see to some of the old dogs that may have not had as much as far as sheer numbers on titled pups go, just because there wasn't as, yeah. wasn't as many events back in the day when you're talking about. Spring Creek Rock, born in sixty nine. Mm-hmm. There wasn't very many events to go to back then, right. was there? Uh Finley River Chief in fifty seven, Houses Clint even in seventy five. It's just some wanted to compare some of today's hounds and hounds from the nineties to hounds back then. So uh, we're going to do that and and i think it's important to highlight these dogs before we get into our top reproducing list cuz those dogs are only in the past 25 years that yeah. you're going to find on our historical exactly. reproducer's list so, so uh, most of the dogs that we're going to be talking about have aged off that list we're not going to be talking about right. them today so these dogs need their due cuz these these set the groundwork for what we're going to talk about today exactly a bit.
1: right and this is this goes beyond that still you know and, yeah. man i could <laughs> look at the names on these lists these <laughs> are the who's who in the uh, of the past that's right so yep. first, you Good. want to talk about the number of pups, uh,
0: the, the top five sires with the num- number, number I don't pups care produce. which one you
1: start with. Let's just get yeah. started.
0: So the most pups produced by a coonhound in the company's history is by House's Lipper. Um, I guess you're probably not surprised by that. Lipper is probably one of the most talked about hounds in the company's history. Uh, at the time, at this, the last person to own him that we have on record with us is Wilbert McAllister of Oceala. Oskiala, uh, uh, Missouri. Uh, Lipper is a hound that was bo- uh, born in 1981. He has over 5,000 pups on the ground, 5,145, 416 of those dogs titled out uh, yeah. for just over 8%, 8% So of he is pups. the
1: number one when it comes to most pups produced. Yes. And that's officially registered with United Kennel Club. Right. That's what we go by.
0: Registered litters. That's yep. correct. Yeah, that's the yep. only thing that we can go by.
1: Number one, and I think a lot of people would have would have probably thought knew that Lipper is number one, but just to see it here and, uh, yeah, House's Lipper.
0: Probably a bigger gap than you would think of. You know, we talk about 5,100 pups for House's Lipper. Coming in in second place, Nocturnal Nailer
1: 3,800 pups. I know, and I'm a little surprised that he is up that high. You know, I thought he would be in the top five, maybe for sure in the top ten, but second, I guess I just didn't realize he had that many, and it's not by that much, but uh, close to 4,000 pups uh, produced, puts him at number two all time. Right. And that's a uh, nocturnal, nocturnal nailer was a tree and
0: Walker owned by Jess Dickerson of garden city, Missouri, yeah. a dog
1: born in 1990. Yeah. Um, and this was a big, big named stud dog. When I first kind of started, uh, started out, you know, he was just kind of coming along in those early nineties, you know, and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. What a uh, big name in the big name in the Coonhound world. Yeah. I, oftentimes
0: in my, uh, in my weekly column that I do about stud dogs, it seems like they're in the early nine, early to mid-90s is kind of the heyday for uh, sires that are producing a high number of pups. And I don't know what the deal was. Maybe the magazines were caught on then or the major events where these guys were out advertising, but they caught on, and they see a lot of the same studs over and over again in a lot yeah. of uh, pedigrees because of it, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so Naylor's one. that talk about him being born in 90. The third dog on our list, uh, Ball's stylish hickory nut, Harry. Yeah. Uh, 1993, 1993 model dog, uh, sired 3,200 pups, thirty three thousand two hundred thirty-two 3,232 pups on the ground. Yeah. Uh, owned by Timothy Ball of Duncan,
1: Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah. Another Walker, three Walkers in the top three. Yeah. We're going to see our first, uh, spent again. my money on stylish Fred.
0: <laughs> uh, anybody who's been to a major event will know what you're alluding to there. They've heard you perform that one. <laughs> uh, old Hickory, not Harry, but yeah. Top five
1: here. Uh, here you're going to see on our fourth place, you're going to see our first non-Walker dog. And that's the one I told you I was a little surprised that he would be up there in fourth place. But, yeah, Michigan Swamp Rooster. Michigan Swamp Rooster, an English, English hound, hound. obviously.
0: Uh, obviously had different owners throughout the year, uh, Wyatt Ride. And,
1: uh, first came from Paul Taylor up yeah, here Paul in Taylor. Michigan. Yeah, so up here in these these parts where the office is at, here, right around here, was a lot of Swamp Rooster pups, and and a lot of those scattered around this part of the country, for yeah. sure. And uh, Morris Tart's the last one that we have on record as being an owner. Um, Yeah, Wyatt Wright owned him at one time, down in Alabama, and did, uh, yeah.
0: Uh, Rooster is a 1991 model. He sired 3,172 pups. That's a lot of English dogs. Yep,
1: sure is.
0: He kind of runs away with the English breed as far as numbers, and there's nobody even close. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And rounding out the top five will be uh, kind of the newest dog on this list here, one born in 2002, and that's all Grand Track Man.
1: Kurt Aaron, and Buzz Lynch. Yeah, not really surprised by that. Really, they're. uh, uh, I expected him to be in the. I expected Trackman to be up there above Naylor and Hickory Nut Harry, to be honest. You know, but uh, and and the numbers aren't that far. Uh, If you look between second and fifth here, uh, the that's not. There's not much of a difference between those uh, fourth through or uh, second through fifth.
0: No, and you're right. Uh, track man, he still has semen out there that's not been used. Probably yeah. going to see him add to the number. He's edging he right has. up there to
1: 3,000 pups. Yeah, and,
0: just shy. 2,995 yep. as of today and probably going to grow above that yeah. soon, I would think.
1: But I would think so. Yeah, Another just, litter.
0: Another litter. That, that's it for the top five. But, man, the top 20, you're talking about some big-time names on here. Yeah, you know,
1: dogs. so, again, just the top five to reiterate. Lipper, Nailer, Hickory Nut Harry, a Swamp Rooster, and Trackman. top five. But then going down through there, we cannot – we cannot look here at this list and not go down through it, at least real quick. What <laughs> sure. the all time top 20 here. Yeah. Do it real quick. Yeah.
0: Uh, six, Bellers Pac Rat Attack, Hard Knockin' Stylish Hayes, Wagers Stylish Lipper, Dahoney's Boone, Smith's Hillbilly Mac, Backwater Bone Collector, Insane Kane, Spring Creek Rock, Sackett Jr., Stylish Coma, uh, The Original Ball Hickory Nut Harry, Houses Clint, and Finley River Chief. What a list. It is.
1: It's a crazy (laughs) list right there.
0: Anywhere ranging from Lipper starting that list off with over 5,000 pups produced and Finley River Chief coming up uh, 20th there back in 1957 uh, with over 1,800 pups produced. Just something to look at. Uh, I guess now we'll talk about some of the ones that... This is going to be a similar list probably for the number of uh, titled pups produced, and uh, in our top five, actually, there's a lot of overlap. Four yeah. of the five dogs are on both lists. Uh, the only one who's not on this one that was on the last one, uh, it took place of a swamp rooster. So real quick, and that's going to be our number one dog. You went, you didn't see this uh, dog on the top yeah. five, a number of pups produced, but he's the number one on uh, titled pups produced, and that is Rat Attack.
1: Yep. Yeah. 568 titled pups. Number one in UKC. Absolutely astonishing to
0: me when I wrote my little blurb on Rat Attack. He had 2,485 pups on the ground, 568 of those titled, over 22, almost 23% of his dogs that he
1: sired titled. That's, out. that is a pretty good percentage considering the number of pups he has produced. Talking is hunt titles. Yeah. yeah. Hunt just, titles. And I know they bred him not just to, even before we had the, uh, the X-Bred program, this and that, they were breeding him to a lot of outside, uh, other breeds, you know, and, and this and that, but it's, that's just crazy. Um,
0: and, and finishing out the top five, obviously Rat Attack was owned by Buzz Lynch uh, out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There, uh, 1994 model another there in the in the early 90s that left his mark on the breed, and you're seeing him in a ton of a uh, ton of pedigrees still today, even, and the impact that he's had on just on Coon hunting in the whole. But uh, again, 19 out of 20 on this. Uh, uh, sorry, let me. Yeah, 19 out of 20 on this list are are Walker dogs, and our whole top five is Walker dogs in this go round. Uh, second, all grand track man again. 515 titled pups, third is Noct- uh, Nocturnal Naylor, five, 485 titled pups, Hickory Nut uh, Harry is fourth, he had 477 titled pups, and House's Lipper came in at fifth with 416 titled pups. Uh, Swamp Rooster got bumped out of the top five there, but he still maintained a pretty good number of titled, uh, titled pups, but it's hard to argue with this top five here. Yeah.
1: Rat Attack, Trackman, Nailer, Hickory Nut Harry, and Lipper, top five. And and that's number of uh, title dogs produced.
0: And there's actually probably a few names on this list that you don't see on the number of sired uh, because you're just not seeing a lot of the older older dogs on this list that you be on the other ones. Obviously, there just wasn't as many events back then. Uh, So it makes a lot of sense. But rounding out the top 20, you got Sackett Jr. at 6th, Bone Collector, Insane Kane, Swamp Rooster, Tequila Sunrise, Booger Hollow Mojo, Fletcher Stylist Jake. Pac Man, Hard Knock, and Stylish Hayes, Schooner River, Fred, Crow, and Grant's Cutter, Stylish Coma, Hillbilly Mac, and Cowie Creek Clint.
1: There again, just
0: uh, what a list. And some of these dogs aren't done. I mean, we're still yeah. going to see title dogs from uh, a lot of these dogs because of uh, 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 semen floating around there. Mojo, right. Track Man, yep. uh, some tequilas sunrise, some of these other dogs that aren't aren't too old. So uh, that kind of sets the sets the. The tempo with a show because we're about to get into some top reproducing lists right after we take this break right here. This podcast is brought to you by the all new Dogtra Pathfinder 2. Dogtra, the official GPS collar partner of UKC. All right, well, we're going to get into some of the top reproducers lists that we have available. Like I said, these lists are available both on our website and they're in the back at Kunhelm Bloodlines. Uh, every issue have been for years and years and years. So most most of you guys are familiar with it, but uh, I think it's a good time to highlight some dogs that have achieved that and talk about them a little bit. So I'm excited for this. But the first thing to do is talk about some of the parameters yeah. to be yep. on this list. Um, for current males uh, on this list, and these placements are going to be based on the percentage of night champions and grand night champions produced versus the number of puffs produced. So it's based on percentage on the current list. Uh, the other parameters to be on this list, they must be 12 years old or less. On the date of the report they must have at least uh produced at least one registered litter within the past 12 months and must have produced at least 100 pups overall
1: and you can find these parameters in the magazine each month at the top of the of each one of the lists yep so um, that's for the current sires that's for current males
0: uh, for historical males it's a little bit different it's not based on percentage. It's based, the placements on there are based on the total number of uh, night champions and grand night champions produced overall. Right. So instead of percentages, it's based on overall numbers. Um, and for that one, they have to be, a, have been born within the past 25 years and they must have produced at least a hundred pups. So
1: very it's a little simple. bit different
0: uh, for the females, uh, very similar, but some of the numbers are a little different. Obviously a female can't have near as many males if uh, based on uh, breeding uh, regulations. So. Uh, for the current female list, uh, again, it's going to be based on the percentage of uh, night champions and grandnights produced versus the number of pups produced. Uh, they must be 12 years old or less, same as the males. Uh, they must have produced at least one registered litter within the past two years instead of one year, and uh, they have only needed to produce 20 pups instead of 100 that the males are required of. And on the historical female list, uh, again, it's based on overall numbers, not percentages of night champions and night champions produced. Must have been within the past 25 years and uh, again, 25 or 20 pups to be on the list overall. So uh, pretty simple there. And like you said, it's at the top of our uh, standings on both the the website. Yeah.
1: And there is, you know, because of that horse historical must be 25 years old or less on the date of the report. So That's why you're never going to find the Spring Creek rocks and some of the lippers and those on this list anymore that we talked about earlier. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, hey, yeah. we're
0: we're kind of going to break this down by breeds. We're going to start out with the black and tan breeds. We're going to talk about uh, males and females, and then we'll move on to the next breed. So I kind of hope you guys... Uh, enjoy this. We've kind of enjoyed compiling this information. I look forward to talking about it a little bit because we've not really discussed it. We uh, didn't have time to really discuss it in depth, so I'm excited yeah, to see what you come is up the,
1: with, this this uh, list that we're going off of was uh, compiled when? It's the most recent list we have. It yes, was it was compiled
0: when. on October 26th. There you most go. recent list we have. Every 26th yeah. that's ran, so this is the most recent list we have, and honestly, probably hasn't changed very much since then, right? if at all. So uh, The first thing we're going to talk about is our current black and tan males. All right, let's uh, get the, started. Yeah, our uh, current number one reproducing male is Gilman's Kentucky Rebel, sired by Kentucky River Batman, and uh, the dam
1: is Gilman's Black Rose. In uh, number two, we have Black River Rapper, that is uh, sired by McCoy's Black River Buddy, and off of Black River Hazel is number two. Coming in third is Lamb's Bayou Creek Shakespeare, sired by Lamb's
0: Bayou Creek Psy, and the dam is Lamb's Bayou Creek Sage.
1: And then in uh, fourth, we have Tom Lee's Big Boy, who is sired by Cooper Storm and Ike and out of uh, Tubbs Hardball Jill. And kind of rounding out our current list with only five here in the Black and breed
0: is Knowles Hatchie River One Eye, uh, sired by Dark Hollow Big Money, and the dam is Crockett Black Windy. Yeah um are, first off are you a little surprised that there's only five of them to talk about here for the males when we usually do a top 10
1: yeah it, it kind of am especially in the black and tan breed you know but uh, you know it, it some of this goes back and we're going to see a little bit more of it in some of the other breeds but i think as compared to the old days um there's just so many more dogs that are i feel like that uh, they're that are they're breeding to and uh uh, just more of them that aren't meeting the parameters to make the list. That's you right. You know, that have 100 pups on the ground or what have you.
0: Yeah. So, you so, know,
1: they're not going all to the to the Spring Creek Rocks and the Lippers and the Rat Attacks and the right. Sackett Juniors, you know. Yeah. Basically, what this
0: list is telling us is that there's only five black and tan males currently uh, registered with UKC that have at least 100 pups on the ground, yep. at least one titled pup out of those 100 pups, and are uh, 12 years old or younger. Right. Kind of hard to believe. I but, know. It is. But like it you is. said, now – uh, with the social media being more prevalent, you see a lot more stud dogs out there, a lot more options to breed to. It's not just the dogs that you're seeing in the magazine or seeing their banner at a major event. It's the numbers now. There are so yeah. many different dogs to breed to in people's yeah. opinion because they they're see they seeing them everywhere.
1: Yeah, but that's some good numbers there for, uh, uh, for Rebel, for Gilman's Kentucky Rebel. They're a total of 17 uh, title dogs uh, out of 129 pups, 13.18%. Uh, yeah. And of course, Number Rebel there—the name kind of indicates
0: he's owned by David Gilman of Gilman, uh, uh, Illinois. Uh, kind of a—he's a name that we see on here quite. You'll see his name and influence on this quite a bit. He's a guy who's who's breeding top quality dogs, and it shows by these lists. Uh, let's get into the historical list a little bit. Uh, historic, uh, historical um, black and tan Coonhound males. Our top reproducer currently on the historical list: Kentucky River Batman, out of Crockett Black Newt and Kentucky River Chicker.
1: Yeah, and there you look. He's number one, you know, and, and he is the sire of the number one current black and tan rebel. Uh, number two, uh, historical, is Cane Creek Ugly Stick that was by, or sired by Rough Creek Easy's Thunder Stick and off of Yoder's Fox River, Amazing Amy. Amazing Amy is a female that I've hunted with. Uh, just a nice, super fast little female that I loved that little dog right there. So, and a good <laughs> little reproducer, too. Yeah, the, the first. Uh... The first dog that
0: I ever titled out, you're going to see a siren and Dan both on this list. He's out of Ugly Stick uh, directly. So uh, familiar with that line of dogs and they, those guys who promote that dog, have done a great job pushing yep. people to the hunt. Yep. Uh, third, Bat of the Bones Kane. Kane's out of Bat of the Bones Stone and Bat of the Bones Mini Pearl. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then in fourth, uh, Dylan's, uh, Doolin Dan, uh, another big name in the black and tan breed has been for years. That dog is sired by B&B's Black Hoss and off a of Raging Bell. We got Bowers Kansas Jr. Uh, obviously, Blaze Bowers dog got
0: a Dark Hollow Hobo Sauce and Kansas Jewel.
1: Then in sixth we have uh, Crockett's Black Newt that is sired by Crockett's Black. Uh, I don't have that right, do I? Uh, nope. Yeah, it is Crockett's Black Newt that is sired by Hall's Southern Gage and off of Shanker's Nading Smoking Hannah. Right. Number six.
0: And rounding out the top ten there, you got. Uh, out of the bones, Blackhawk, we just talked about, is out of Newt and uh, a cross with Sleepy Hollow Moonshine. Yep. Uh, Holdings Northern Rocket out of Rex and Raging Susie. Brigman's Black Bow out of Typhon and uh, Little Girl, and Sundown Raging Moonshine out of Tennessee's Raging Ranger and Oprah. Yeah. So that's the top ten historical reproducers. Man, let's park and talk about Batman a little bit. Um, just as far as the number of pups reduced on this list right here, he's a, he's a outlier, 854 pups on the ground right now. Closest one besides that 505, uh, impressive 98 total, uh, uh dogs finished out. And I kind of have a, a, interesting, uh, bit here about like, uh, Batman. He has sired four dogs that we're looking at this on this list right now. He sired the top current male, which talked about rebel. And also the, uh, three of the top 10 current females that we're about to talk about talk about a dog uh leaving his leaving his uh mark on the breed
1: yeah those a couple of those dogs that those boys have owned uh uh shane and micah Ayers down in kentucky you know batman superman and and some of those dogs they've just had some very good success with that line of dogs that uh, that they've uh bred and hunted for uh uh, these last 10-15 years and had a lot of success with them Showing up on our reproducers list. He's going to be he's
0: gonna be one of those dogs that black and tan guys are going to be seeing in their pedigrees for yeah, years and years and years. For sure. Uh, you want to shift gears over to the females a little bit? Yeah. You want to start it off with the top current uh, reproducing female?
1: Yeah. So the number one reproducing or current female is Crockett Black Wendy. That is Sarah Bacrock's, uh Black Kozar and off of Black Cat Bottom Wendy. She is number one on the list. Yeah. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. You want hey, to talk Colters, about Wendy a little bit? Yeah, well, hey, she's we can come back to that maybe okay. in a second. Let's go to Coulter's Soul Singer, who's off of Kentucky River Batman again. Coulter's Ringtail Genie. Smith's Moon Pie Sally comes in at number third. With, and she's off of Hurricane Creek Ugly Stick and uh, Mogan Ridge's Rough Creek Candy. Late Night Storm is, number, uh, is tied for number three there uh, and is uh, off of Storm and Ike and Import Delilah. And rounding out the top five here, Midnight Bella, Barnes' Midnight Bella, uh, Kentucky River, Batman, Moonlight Kate. That's your top five right there. Tough list of females. Yeah. Um, do you want to go back and talk
0: about well, Wendy whatever a little you, bit? Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, so Wendy, uh, obviously she is owned currently by Preston and, uh, and Steve Knoll of Walnut, Mississippi. Those guys have been making some really top – Top-notch crosses the past couple of years came from Mike Crockett, as her name indicates, a guy who's had a big influence on the black and tan breed over the past uh, couple of decades. Mike, obviously, he's a, uh, one of their lifetime members as of this year and uh, just a guy who's, who's left a big imprint on the breed.
1: Yeah, a total of 50 pups produced, 19 of which are, totaled, or, are titled, percentage of 38%. Yeah. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, and, and you talk about dogs who uh, do good both percentage-wise, 38%, and then number of, we're about to see her again on the historical list yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, number one on our historical list, uh, Pukebox Annie out of Kansas Junior and uh, Rough Creek Little Land. Um, another uh, very well-known female here, Kentucky River Chigger, out of Dark Hollow Teague and Holloway's Tennessee Black Chigger. You got Crockett Black Wendy, who, was just, who we just talked about, the current uh, top reproducer and female out of Black Kozar and Black Cat, Bottom Wendy. Coulter's Ringtail Genie out of Holdings Northern Rocket and Coulter's Kinetic Kit. And then rounding out the top five is Hyatt's Moonlight Kate out of Black Hollow Danny Boy and Baker's Preacherville Molly.
1: Yeah, just some outstanding reproducing females right there. You know, Uh, you're 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 probably more up on some of the black and tan stuff than what I am, you know, but uh, uh, these are names that I've been seeing since— Ever since I've been around and and some females that have done some, this uh, Kentucky River Chigger uh, in second there, uh, 51%, 51. 51.22%. You know, just, uh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. You don't have to be a big follower of the black and tan breed. Let's talk about uh, uh, just, I'm seeing four females here on the black and tan historical list for females that are over 50%. Yeah. Pewbox Annie, 51%. Chigger, 51%. Moonlight Kate, 54%. Reed's Black Grace, 50%. Yeah. You talk about half of their pups aren't yeah. just making coon dogs. They're titling out and hunting. Yep. Them. It's very yep. impressive. Yep. And just to talk about Pew Box Annie a little bit, um, I'm familiar with her. I hunted, hunted a dog out of her for, for many years. out of her and ugly stick that I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is currently owned by Jason and Judy Short in uh, Virginia. Got her from Robert Church over in Kentucky, who was uh, one of the guys who I bought one of my first uh, top coon hounds from. So want to talk about Pew Box Annie a little bit. She's a, yeah. a nice female. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like we uh, just real quick uh, to to wrap up the uh, black and tan stuff. Like we talked about, Batman four dogs on this list, uh, three current fe- uh, one male and three females. That's impressive to say the least. And then there's seven other dogs on this list that have multiple offspring. Uh, Cooper, Storm and Ike, of the Bones, Blackhawk, Shinkers, Smoking Jet, Crockett, Black Newt, McCoin's Black River Buddy, B and B's Black Hoss and Smokey's Rage and Ruby. They all have multiple dog offspring on this list of top reproducers. So not only are they they're reproducing reproducers, which yeah. goes a long way to the, toward their
1: legacy. I think sure is, sure is. That's uh, that's just a that's that's just an amazing list there again on the black and tan side. You know, much we talked to, in the opener here. We talked about some of these uh, all time uh, training Walker sires. You know, and what they've done is impressive. You know, but you look at some of these historical black and tan sires stuff and their sires. What their sires have done is just right. is you know. Their sires, a lot of them, were on these lists as well at one time. Absolutely, they were. You're exactly right. And so
0: we, we won't have much to talk about in the next breed. Uh, unfortunately, the Leopard Hound's uh, uh, one of the smaller breeds that we have, one of the newer breeds, so uh, but we'll, we'll get through it here. Uh, right now, our top reproducing uh, American Leopard Hound is, there's only one of them on the current reproducers list, and that is Sparks High, high Plains Yeti. He's out of Sparks High Plains Kiwi and Sparks High Plains Crayon, uh, who we'll see uh, in a second on the other list, but, uh, this is a dog that is owned by Dobbin Ray of Ashland City, Tennessee. That's Yeti.
1: Yeah, that's a, I guess that's an owner that I'm not fam- I don't know him or I don't know anything about him or what what have you, but, uh, but he is the one, one, only one that made the parameters to be on the list. So, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are
0: a few on the historical list. Uh, the first one here is one that I've seen a lot in the past couple of years. Do you want to start out with the historical yeah. American leopard hounds there? Yeah,
1: so uh, Keene's Big Moose is number one. Uh, he is sired by Riley's Flathead Valley Bolt, and that's a dog that we saw early on when we yep. uh, when we uh, brought the uh, uh, leopard hounds over to the Coonhound uh, side. Uh, Carlax Grace is the dam of uh, Big Moose. In uh, second place is Sparks High Plains Yeti, which is the dog that is also current. Uh, which you mentioned is off of Kiwi and Crayon. And then in third, we have uh, Riley's Flathead Valley Bolt, uh, who is off of McDill's Johnny Reb and McDill's Pretty Girl. And number four, Meek's Georgia Jake, who's off of Meek's Lone Ranger and Meek's Little Sheba. And then rounding out the top five, we have Myers Bone Hollow Scout, who's off of Glade Creek Newt. And I don't have a dam listed on that.
0: Yeah, some of those dogs may still have some unknown lineage uh, and did single registration type stuff on those lists. But uh probably here, so here to uh, talk about Moose a little bit. Moose is still owned by Jason Keene of Richland, Virginia, uh who's had some he's had some pretty decent uh leopards the past couple of years. He's done some winning at some of our major events, and Moose is one that I've seen win at Automos in the world in different places.
1: Yeah, and he has hundred and forty nine pups produced, so uh he's he's probably number one all time for American leopards, I would assume. That is correct.
0: Yep. Uh, not much to talk about as far as current American Leopard Hound females go. None of the females uh, met the parameters to be on the top reproducers list mm-hmm. for the females. But we do have a full list of historical Leopard Hound females. Uh, we'll go through the top few here. Uh, the one we talked about a little bit ago, Sparks High Plain Crayon, out of Wright's Ben and Wright's Little Lady. Uh, second is McDill's Pretty Girl. Uh, no sire listed, but out of Lewis's Cheetah. Uh, Goins Wick's Camo Jug Double Judy, out of Hinton's Smut and Odom's Sugarfoot Robin. Gaines Floyd River Gabby out of Wicks Camo Jug and No Dam Listed. And rounding out the top five is Black Ridge Callie out of McDill's Johnny Reb and Show Me Camo Josephine. Uh, the leopard's there. So uh, the top uh, historical female leopard was the crayon dog that uh, was the dam of the Yeti dog we talked about earlier, and that dog's owned by Wayne Bowman of Whitwell, Tennessee. Um, he also has a couple of dogs that are doing good right now. Uh, on our current scene, so uh, Wayne is uh, he, he's, still. He's a yeah, guy we events. still
1: see at some of our hunts and yep. and has some pretty good success with his leopardons for sure. Yeah. And this female is probably a, a big part of that. Yeah, I would say almost, almost 20%, yeah. 19 and a half.
0: That is uh, pretty, pretty good, especially when you put it up to some of the other dogs we're seeing on this list here. Absolutely very good for, for a Cram there. Who's yep, for sure. Really left her mark on the, on the leopard breed and advancing them in the competition scene. Uh, quickly, we'll get through the blue ticks here. Um, this is one that, uh, we're going to see a full slate for, and it's a breed. I think, I feel like it's coming on in the past few years. You're seeing a lot of dogs doing a lot of, a lot of blue ticks in the winter circle here recently seems like.
1: Yeah. And you've probably noticed since you've moved up here to Michigan, if you hunt around this area, you see quite a few blue ticks up here in Michigan. A lot of guys have them, you know, Dave Dean was up from here and yep. from this area. Um, Ed Mead. You know, and because of a couple of those guys, you know, they have uh, there's there's a lot of good blue ticks that are up here, and you, we see them when we go to the Winter Classic. Uh, probably at that event, we probably see more blue ticks than any other major event. That's true. Probably more than we do at uh, at uh, Autumn Oaks, but uh, there's a uh, but yeah, this list is pretty impressive as well. Absolutely, it is. Uh, so we'll get into the current blue tick reprodu-
0: uh, top reproducing males. Uh, first one we see here is Hulse's White River Traveler. A dog's out of Running Bullet Two and Hobbs Little River Candy. Uh, The second one here, Blue Balling Rebel, uh, out of Vernon's Blue Mountain Banjo and Coates Ball Creek Blue Squirt. Third, Lost Creek's Tree Slammin' Hoss, out of Divided Acres Tree Bangin' Hoss and Skunk Creek Sydney. Fourth is Smoky River Blue Buck Jr. HTX-4, out of Smoky River Blue Buck and Baker's Can-Do Maggie. And rounding out the top five there uh, is uh, Prairie Creek Blue Boat Talks out of, uh, Bocephus and Prairie Creek, Blue Josie.
1: Yeah. So going back to the, the, uh, number one White River Traveler, I'm, I don't know very much about that dog other than his sire, uh, Twin Springs running bullet two has, he's also the sire of many other winners, you know? So, yeah. uh, uh, but yeah I'm sure you have the information on who owns the dog.
0: Yeah, Tony Hodge Jr. of Galena, Kansas owns the dog. Um and he he's done a great job. He, he's uh he's one that doesn't have a ton, he's barely met the parameter for pups with 111 pups, but 10 of them are already titled. Uh so you're probably going to see a uptick in that. And it's kind of funny how the current list does to the to the uh historical list when it goes by percentages instead. Yeah. Cuz when you look at some of the dogs that are just outside the top 5 like uh, Big Country and Lonesome Two and Pop'em Up Woodrow, these are dogs who are uh, seem like they have more pups on the ground and uh, actually more title dogs, but just their percentages. A right. lot of them are young and they don't right. have their percentages just yet. Right. But you're going to see those kind of dogs climb up in the standings, Yeah, outside. you mentioned
1: Big Country, you know, and you mentioned Traveler has 111 of pups total as compared to Big Country. It's 656. Hard to believe. But, yeah. And a lot of them are very young. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think a lot of them are in the past two or three years probably and still just yeah. uh, now you know one same. of the
1: one of the we, we all know that big country has been bred to quite a few uh, off-breed dogs as well and the question is do those off-breed dogs that are titled do they count on his uh, uh, reproduction records uh, as of and the answer is yes yeah, they do yep. as long as they're UKC registered even if they're crossbred.
0: And, uh, and uh, like you said, I think a Big Country and probably even Lonesome two are a couple of dogs that we're probably going to see on this historical list uh, whenever some of their dogs get older and, and compete in our events and finishing out to title out. But
1: uh, as of right now,
0: do you want to uh, help me go on that through the historical blue tick mail list a little bit?
1: Yeah, so in, in number one is uh, Tucker's Blue Boomer, a dog out of uh, up here in Michigan, uh, who is off of Southern Blue Thunder and Christian's Blue Gretchen. In number two, we have Springs Running Bullet 2, who we talked about a little bit ago. Who is off of uh or er, er, Vining's running bullet and jeans blue June. So that's Smoky River Jeans Blue June. Uh Wild and Blue Pounder sits at number third or number three. He's off of man's Wild and Blue Spanky and off of Lingo's Blue Jill. And then uh running out the top five is or er, in fifth is Blue Creek Gage off of Mead's uh Jet Eight and uh Ball Creek Blue Hooker.
0: Yeah. And round, there's a, a lot of good dogs on this list. Rounding out the top 10 real quick, B&D's Blue Spike, Northern Blue Dancer, Neshoba Valley Pia, Piazzan. I have a trouble saying that yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you see the name everywhere. Yeah. Ushman's yeah. So Blue Clyde and Bullets Running Rattler. A really strong list of blue tick males there. Uh, you talked about Blue Boomer. You see, it's up from up here in Michigan. This is a dog that Terry Tucker You're owns. Right, in Albion. it is.
1: It is. Yeah. We used to see Terry at a at a lot of hunts. You don't see him here in the last several years, you know, but he's had a lot of success with with Boomer and Boomer pups, you know. But uh Terry he's bass fishing these days, seems like so uh
0: Uh well I see Boomer had three hundred and twenty six pups on the ground, sixty one of them titled out for a really good percentage, eighteen point seven percent of his dogs titled out, so that's that's strong.
1: Right. Right, and the, you know, the one, the one there's a couple dogs here, Wild and Blue Pounder, that's, uh, that dog is owned by Mackie Manns from Indiana, northern Indiana. Uh, a lot of the Blue Tick folks will know him. Uh, and his daddy, his daddy is one, Wild and Blue Spanky is one that I personally hunted. Took him out to the zones one time in, in uh, Missouri, I think, and hunted him for Mackie. Oh, okay. One year I didn't get a dog in uh, qualified or whatever, but uh, so I hunted old Spanky for him, but yeah. Uh.
0: You see a couple of males that we've talked about here that have multiple offspring on this list, which is super impressive to me. Uh Bosefus, we talked about, has Botox and Big Country on the list. Uh Vining Running Bullet has two historical males on this list. Blue Creek Gage has a current male and a current female. Uh Bingo's Northern Blue Dancer has a historical male and a historical female. And uh Spanky, like you just talked about, has a historical male and historical female on this list. And uh Piazen has two current females. I may be butchering yeah. that uh uh, but uh, yeah, so th- that's always super impressive to me.
1: Yeah, half of these dogs I've actually hunted with, and it's it is just uh, it's cool to see dogs like this. And this is with the historical list we're talking about, but I guess kind of ages me a little bit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess if you've hunted with most and, of the
0: dogs on the historical list, you must be getting a little old. out. And you know what,
1: most of these <laughs> dogs that are here they could compete with any dogs out there. And in, in their time, they really could. Boomer was one of those pounder uh or that uh, rowdy bocephus you know i think that is the uh, sire of big country that's correct yep you know and a lot of other good dog Uh, blue creek gauge that uh eric fisher used to hunt that dog ran him in the annual series here and did a lot of winning with him blue spike comes from up out of uh, michigan up here that was a dog that could put up some points and in a hurry uh northern blue dancer is another one i hunted with did a did a lot of winning just uh um, he was a very solid, very solid hound as well, but yeah, you know, just several that I, that I'm f- very familiar with.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so without further ado, I guess we'll jump over to the females in the blue tick breed. First starting out with the current, uh, reproducing females. Uh, number one on the list, Blue Creek's Saturday night special out of Blue Creek Gage and Blue Creek Alice. Uh, number two on the list, Holly Creek's Blue Frosty out of Holly Creek's Tree Talking Smokey and TNT's Mighty Millie. Third, McKenzie's Chippewa Creek Kate out of Tucker and Mead's Blue Boomer 2 and Setterdale's Sadie Mae. Uh, Ring's Blue Jade, out of Piazon and uh, Gusson's Midnight Blue Ring. And Tim's Blue Luis, out of Tim's Blue Iron Wheel 2 and Tim's Blue Shotzi. That's the top five. Uh, round out the top five, just real quick. Homebrew Blue Ju- Josie, Langan's Blue Duck, Lots of Grit, Wild and Blue Jazz, Waltz's Queen of Country Music, and Mox's Blue Jam and Piper.
1: Uh, yeah, so there again, the parameters are the most uh, percentage, highest percentage, and at 20% for uh, Blue Creek Saturday Night Special. there off of Blue Creek Gage and and Blue Creek Alice. Both of those dogs, obviously Gage mentioned him a little bit ago, but Alice was a nice little dog too. So the the uh, number one female there, Special, is a product to them. 20%. Yeah. yeah. 20%. Special is a dog owned by Ronald Jackson of Lisbon,
0: Ohio. I know Lisbon. It's a familiar to me because they have one of the top RQE. Seems like you're in and you out at Lisbon. So.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. You talked about Blue House a little bit. I think we're probably about to see her again uh, here on the historical reproducer's list. Do you want to? go Yeah. That so
1: one? number one on the historical is uh, Spring Hill Blue Jenny, who is off of uh, Splash Creek Blue Mule and Splash Creek Blue Maggie. Number two is Blue Creek Alice, and there she is who is off of Tucker's Blue Boomer, we talked about a little bit ago, and B&D's Blue Ruby, another dog I've hunted with a lot off uh, from up here in Michigan. Uh, Prairie, Creek, or Prairie Creek Blue Josie is off of uh, Baird's Blue Bow and Baird's Blue Sioux Girl. She's at number three. Number four is B&D's Blue Ruby. There she is, uh, who is off of Spike and Blue Twilight Blue Poison Ivy. And then uh, number five, Tree and Blue Lady. That is off a northern blue jet five and davis's white or no i'm sorry badlands blue lady two yeah and rounding out
0: the top ten there let's just give them the props real quick we got davis's white River, uh, sailing sadie uh Racing's blue l holly creeks tree slam and kate wild and blue Lou, buffalo creek to two tough betty and mitzi blue so another strong list there and we talked about you talked about jenny there being the top dog uh, real quick, she's uh, owned by Tony Clevenger in Dandridge, Tennessee, uh, Springfield Blue Jenny.
1: But uh, you said you're 30, familiar 31 percent with- there for Jenny. Was, yeah. you know now here on the historical. they don't go by percentages, you know, and she's not the highest there, but she had the most titled pups at 23.
0: Yeah, she put 74 pups on the ground. That's a lot for a female. <laughs> it is. It is. She almost made the parameter for the yeah. male list with 74 yeah. pups on the ground. Add must have had some uh, large litters. But yeah. you talked about Alice there. She's the only female out of the blue tick breed that has two uh, has uh, well, two of the pups that are on the uh, top reproducing list here, Alice.
1: right? You know, another one I'm familiar with are and number six, Salem Sadie, who has uh, almost 30% there as far as reproducing goes, uh, 16 total title dogs. Uh, but she was placed, like, third in the world championship, uh, uh, let me see, in Tennessee, Springfield, Tennessee, 2000 and what was it, 16 maybe? Something like that. But, yeah, so uh, um, Mark Van Deventer owned that dog. Oh, uh, let me see, Wild and Blue Lou, further down the list, that's another one I'm familiar with, and uh, just some nice females here on this on this list. We'll be right back.
0: If you're trying to contact UKC, don't wait on hold. Use the online chat feature on ukcdogs.com. The English breed's another one that is uh, just filled with top, top names on here that people are going to be very familiar with, uh, both reproducing and in the, in the winter circle. But uh, we'll get right into the current uh, top reproducing English males right now. Our current number one is Kay's Blue John Bathus. Out of uh, Red Ruby Hard Time Hoss and Red Lady, uh, number two is River Bottoms Cracker Jack out of Loudmouth Junior and Shorts Blue Angel. Three is Red Ruby Hard Time Buck out of Main Street Dino and Rhodes Tri County Ada. Fourth is Red Ruby Hard Time Crow out of Red Ruby Hard Time Hoss and Cross Creek Jetta. And rounding out the top five is Shorts Loudmouth Junior out of Hammond's Big Nut Creek Bullet and Shorts Loudmouth Bell.
1: Then rounding out the top ten, uh, uh, current uh, sires Stone Cold Steel, uh, Main Street Wild Crow, Timber Rattling Swag, uh, The Wicked Vapor, and Jones's Little Bighorn make up the rest of the the top ten there. But yeah, you're right, that is a uh, uh, an impressive list here, and dogs that we've seen a lot in the last four or five, six years have done a lot of winning.
0: There's a lot of cash wins on that list there. Uh, going sure. back to our top one there, Blue John Bathis. That's a dog that's owned by Eddie Lemon and Greg Pyatt of Nitro, West Virginia. Um, it's a dog that has uh, 375 pups on the ground with 36 of them tiling out. Uh, percentage right now at 9.6%.
1: Yeah, sired by uh, Red Ruby Hard Time Hoss. You know, and some of that Red Ruby stuff comes from the uh, Ishes up here in Decatur, Indiana. You know, and you see some of that. Uh, uh blood and those strain of dogs are s- splattered all over the all over the rep- reproduction list
0: yeah just re- you probably heard it there but hard time hoss si- right current side the number one current reproducer and the number four current reproducer yep. side both of them yep. and we're about to talk about him in our, on our our historical list right now
1: yeah number two uh that river bottoms Cracker jack comes out of texas that's uh i love the way that dog looks i've always liked the color of that dog for an english yeah. you know and and, but that dog's done a, a lot of winning, and obviously sire a, a lot of good dogs, too. Yeah, interesting. He's out of Shorts Loudmouth Jr.,
0: who is also number five on the uh, current list. So yeah, yeah. Out of a reproducer that's reproducing.
1: Main Street Wild Crow, that's a dog Asa Briggs hunts a lot, you know, and, and has done a, a lot of winning with.
0: And, and uh, one of the aces dogs is going to be the first one we talk about here on the historical list, right? Do you want to take a, take off on this yeah, one? Yeah. So
1: on the historical for Sires, we have Main Street Jack, uh, who is off of Main Street Roy and uh, Black Eye Bill. Uh, number two, Briar Creek Zeb, who is off of Pithole Creek Huckabuck and Timber Valley 10. Hard Time Swamp Cat, who is off of Balls, Virginia Swamp Rooster and Long time, or Long's Hard Time Kim. Uh, Main Street Roy. And, who is off of Nichols Tree Spike and Carmichael's Woodstock Tina. And then number five is Wolf Creek Roland Rock, who is off of uh, uh, Postel's Totally Awesome and Richardson's Coon Crazy Daisy. That's your top five. And rounding
0: out the top ten, you got Hard Time Awesome, uh, World Champion Wilcox Thunder Top Gun, Main Street Max, Ruby Hard Time Hoss HDX, and JT Charlie the 7th.
1: This, yeah, when you look at the the historical dogs here and their sires, man, we talked about the top twenty all time. Uh, this is a very impressive historical list when you look at both the the sires and their sires. You know, you're talking Main Street Roy. You know that was a, that was a dog out of Kentucky that uh, Stanley Nichols owned. That dog, uh, that was. He he got run, ran over when he was young, but he was reproducing at the time, was reproducing a lot of good solid downs and uh, was taken out at, at an early age. And it's hard telling what that dog would have done uh, had he not uh, got run over that early, you know, but Main Street Roy uh, and Main Street Jack. And, and I'm sorry, you probably got your notes here, but Nobody. I remember when Jack yeah. was a pup. Um, he, uh, one of the first hunts he had him in was at Redbone days. And I remember my brother drew him that night and he came back from the hunt and he said, man, that dog is a freak. (laughs) I don't think he was even a year old yet. And he said, you're going to hear about this dog. And and we sure have main street, Jack in the English breed. He is as uh, common as apple pie.
0: Yeah. Well, you look at these lists and you see main street, Briar Creek, hard time over and over again. And that's a testament to those breeders. And uh, like you said, those guys set the. Kind of set the foundation for where it'd go. But uh, real quick, Main Street Jack, he was owned by Asa Briggs there in Morley, Michigan. Uh, we'll give him some props for, for what he did. But one interesting thing that I found looking at this list Briar uh, Creek Chrome has four dogs that he's hired on this list. Yeah, He's yeah. showing up everywhere on this yep. list. And there's uh, also uh, three other males on here that have multiple dogs. One of them is Main Street Roy, which you talked about. Uh, you got Beck's Pit Hole Creek Huckabuck, which is a Briar Creek dog with a little bit of a different name, and then the one we just talked about, Red Ruby Hardtime Time Hoss, has two two on the current list. So impressive for those breeders for
1: sure. Yeah, just an impressive list for sure. All right, moving on to females. Yeah, current
0: females right now our top uh, reproducing English female is Louise Briar or BC Tree Slamming Booger out of Briar Creek Chrome and Badlands Witch. You got Coon Creek Jenny out of North Hill Forest Gump and Kennedy Mountain Minnie. Sorry I gotta move it over Minnie Co uh, you got Sinking Creek Sissy May out of Savage Sam and Rooster's Midnight mojo Jones Mitchell Creek rain out of code red Mr. Bonehead and Oni's June and uh tied for fourth there which is uh the running out the top five is K3's hard time Bella out of Combs hard time Eddie and Hickory holler crazy
1: Kate. Then 6th uh, through tenth, starting with six, Barton's Ball Ridge Raven. Uh, seventh, tied for seventh is uh, Fisher's Black River Freckles, Spence's Creek Midnight Queen, and then in ninth we have uh, uh, Pencil Tucky Fancy Oakley and Coon Valley Red Robin rounds up the top or rounds out the top ten.
0: Yeah, the first one we talked about there, Booger, obviously out of Briar Creek Comb. That dog's owned by Louis Noya of Cloverdale, Indiana. Um,
1: yeah, here again, we're talking about the highest percentages. 32% for her. Very good. Very good. Very good. And a lot of these current females, you're probably not
0: done seeing them. At, a lot of the historical list you're probably done seeing their uh, pups are producing that. Booker probably has some, I didn't. don't know for sure, but I would say she probably has some young dogs who aren't done uh, competing yet at this time.
1: Yeah, a total of 31 pups, 10 of which are titled.
0: Yeah. And talk about percentages. Wow, let's get to the historical list of the English uh, females here. What a list. Yeah,
1: first here you have Reagan's Hatchy River Dottie, a dog that we've uh, that you've seen that name a lot, uh, who is off of Reagan's Rebel Thunder and Country Hollow Freebie. Number two is Red Lady, uh, who is off of Murphy's Little Hilled Luke and Kay's Annie. Uh, number three dog is Gullet's Oakwoods Diamond, who is off of Oakwood's Sunkist and Gold Nugget Kate. Number four is Moore's All Grand Kate, who is off a Neshoba Valley Roller and Sandy Creek Copper. And then t- number five, Cedar Ridge Battle Cry, who is off a Cedar Ridge Breadman and Cedar Ridge Cry. It's your top five? Yeah. Historical.
0: Six, six through ten, Pit Hole Creek Sissy, Lickety Split Leah, Indian Ridge Sandy, American Outlaw, Wild Dog, and Mason Truman uh, Creek Smokey. Man, what a a list. You're talking about Dottie owned by Murray Reagan of Tennessee. Uh, 53%. 53%. (laughs) And not a a small number of pups, 60 pups on the ground, and 32 of them titling out. Uh, That's impressive. Not much more you can say about that. That's just overly impressive. But if you look at this list, man, there's a few females that obviously you got Dottie at 53% below her red lady there, 63% on uh, 33 pups. Uh Leah down here was 67% on 21 pubs, 14 of her 21 pubs titled out. That's not too bad. Yeah.
1: yeah that's <laughs> not bad at all for sure.
0: That is a really strong list of of English females there on the historical list.
1: Um uh, move on to plot hounds. Plot hounds, yep. Yeah, all right. Let me let me take a crack at the plot hounds here if you don't care. Uh our current list is the uh national champion, national dual champion, Harold's Logan. Who is sired by Carr's Redwood Skid and off of Harold's Miss T. And the only other dog to make the list this month is Kirvin's uh, Cypress Lake Hank, who is sired by Moses' R- uh, Rugged Ridge Poacher and off of Hicks's Rough Ridge Splash.
0: Yeah, and then so they're the only two that met the parameter. Logan, of course, Harold's Logan there is obviously owned by Bill Harrell in Indiana, uh, right there around the Peru area, has a very strong line of plot dogs. And uh, this is one of his new big stud dogs that he has that he's done a lot of winning with, but is also throwing some really nice. Yeah. Plums. And Logan's
1: a pretty solid little dog and his, his mama Harold's miss T that was just a little dog. and Very, very fast. Like that little dog. She was in the top 20 of the world hunt here several years ago. And, and, uh, I know they ribbed, uh, old, uh, Mr. Harold a little bit that he kind of made a bad call on her. she, some of them felt he kind of deprived her from making it to the final cast of the World Hunt, but there was a nice little plot female there in Miss T, Logan's uh, mama.
0: Uh, moving over to the historical list of uh, plot males, you got Blower's Redwood Oaky and first out of Coon's Redwood Tango and Coon's Redwood Fur Making Maggie. Uh, second is Burnett's Rooster out of Pride's JR and Sing It Again Hannah. You got Hager's Mingo Redwood Solid Oak out of Blower's Redwood Oaky and Blower's Redwood Josie. Zink's Bayou, Amy's Revenge, out of Morgan's uh, Bayou, Jake, and Zink's Bayou, Amy. And rounding out the top five is Moses' Rugged Ridge Poacher, out of Moses' Moses' Rough Ridge Victor, and Rugged Hills Brindle Jazz.
1: Yeah, and then in sixth, you have uh, River Bluff, Brindle Cowboy, Up, uh, Walker's Pocahontas Cody, Two. Eighth is Plot Shirk, Slingin' Mud. In ninth is Pretty Boy Poacher, and tenth is Millennium Magic Gravedigger.
0: Yeah, so first we'll talk about Oki a little bit. He's uh, was owned by Jeffrey Coons of Gloucester, Ohio. Um, it's a dog that I just did a recent ride up on. That uh, kind of is a it, it, when you look at the historical part of it, his percentage is really high compared to other dogs that you see in the plot breed. And I think that's because plot is probably the breed that is most outsourced for big game and not uh, hunted at night hunts as much as you would see. So his fourteen point one seven percent on one hundred twenty seven pups. Is pretty good. I believe a bulk of his pups are probably being used for coon ha- for yeah, coons. Yeah. It would seem.
1: Yeah. You know, these, I, I'm not as familiar with a lot of the, the plot breeding, you know, there's, there's some of these, you know, that I, one, one of that, uh, one of the best plot females that I ever personally hunted with was the dam of the number three, uh, Domingo Redwood solid Oak. And that is a uh, Blower's Redwood Josie. that, little dog is probably in what i would probably put her in the top five of plot females that i've ever hunted with yeah uh just a nice solid hard tree and dog hard going and just really like that female yeah you know i've
0: i've obviously hunted not necessarily with the dogs on here but some of you see the rugged the mo the kevin moses and alan moses Mm -hmm. and the bill hicks and obviously i'm from southeast tennessee these uh hunted with these guys coming up all all over the place and uh They've always, they usually have a pretty good dog that you're going to have to beat in a hunt, and uh, and I'm glad to see their name on here a few times and give them some
1: recognition. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Get over to the the current plot females. Got another uh, a shorter list here uh, from. Uh, just not mean the parameters, but number one on the current list is Perry Solo Redwood Izzy, out of Hager's Mingo Redwood Jacob and Harris's Redwood Queen. You got Schroeder's Bayou Banana out of Weber's Real Tree and Camo and Treetop Monkey Molly. Third is Rugged Hills Pistol Annie out of Double Lot Buckshot and Harris's Redwood Queen. And uh, last one on the list there is Moses' Soaky Creek Hard Candy out of Moses' Pretty Boy Poacher and Moses' Soaky Creek Izzy. Uh, Izzy, real quick, uh, the top current reproducing female is owned by Lindell Perry in Buckhannon, West Virginia. Lindell's having a really good year, him and uh, him and Jacob Coons. They've uh, really been in the winter circle all year with their plots, so. Doesn't surprise me one bit to see him up there.
1: Yeah, I think Jacob handles a lot of his dogs in the night hunt, and uh, but uh, uh, Lindell, he's a he's a bear hunter for the most part. I think. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they hunt a lot of the same dogs on on both.
0: Yeah, absolutely, good dual purpose. Dogs. And a lot of those
1: little females, there, a lot of them are kind of small, but they, if you look at them, the ones that I see Jacob handling, anyways, they're always all all muscled up, you know, and they're they're working dogs, and
0: you can tell they get hunted. That's they for sure,
1: do, for sure. Uh, you know, okay, moving on to the uh, number two there is uh, uh, Schrader's Bayou Banana. That's a dog out of Florida. And he he's had a lot of success with that dog. Yeah. He's had her in the world hunt, top 100 several times, and uh, Mr. Schroeder. Yeah. Good to see him on there. Like yeah. you said, being
0: in Florida, there's not a ton of opportunities yeah. to title dogs out. We don't have very many clubs down right. that way, so right. impressive to see a dog like yeah. that on this list.
1: Yeah, and then the historical list, number one, we have Blowers Redwood Josie, who is off of Buckeye Sarge 3 and Timber Ridge Mandy. Number two, Harold's Miss T, uh, who is off of Mingo Redwood uh, Solid Oak and Harold's Penny. And number three, Rugged Hills Brindle Jazz, who is off of Rugged Hills Tennessee Buckshot and Lightning Lucy. Number four is Buckeye Dixie who is, uh, let me see here.
0: Off of Buckeye Bud and uh, Arnold's
1: Buckeye Katie. That's it. Number five, uh, Kyle's Brentle Redwood Dixie, who's off of Redwood Oakey and Daybreak's Fancy. Uh, sixth through 10th, we have Cody's Good News Sweet
0: Sue, Doc's Plot Becky II, Morgan's Losses Hills Dawn, Sourwood's Pocahontas Sue, and Morgan's Bayou Sadie.
1: Yeah, so there again is uh, Redwood Josie and uh, at number one. They're 31%. Evan Workman
0: and Dan Workman of Kimbolton, Ohio, own Josie.
1: Twenty-nine titled uh, pups off of her. No, nope, no, nope, no. Yeah, twenty-nine, 29 titled, pup. but nine, uh, nine titled, like or twenty-nine registered, nine titled. Right, that's it.
0: And even on this list, there were a couple that had multiple dogs in this list. I talked about it earlier, uh, Kevin and Alan Moses, their dog Moses, is rugged, rich poacher. You probably heard his name a few times. Has three dogs on this list, which is just impressive. Uh, when you consider the numbers, and then two other have multiple dogs, Blower's Redwood Oakie and Harris's Redwood Queen, both yeah. have two each on the list.
1: Yeah, I mentioned Harold's Miss T there. Uh, Buckeye Dixie, uh, number four on this list. Um, uh, uh, she's over in Ohio, and that is probably one of the hardest tree dogs I have ever heard, Dixie, of well, all breeds. I mean, she could clip them off.
0: To talk about dogs that you've hunted with. I'd say you've probably hunted with a few from this next breed that we're going to talk about. Uh, and we're now we're to the red bones. Yeah, there so you go. Get back to your heyday.
1: There you go. <laughs> so the current list right now, they have four that made the uh, the current list met the parameters. Number one is Crooked River Red Turkey, who is off of the Red Rocker and uh, Rogers Ridge Running Roxy. Number two is Perky's Night Stalker Bruiser, who is uh, sired by Moonlight Big Time Bo and off of Perky's Night Stalker Sierra. Number three, Grimes lockdown Luke, who is off a of Hicks Rusty and Simpsons Coon Stretch and Gretchen, and number four, Fired Up Barefoot George, who's off Code Red Bullet and Mona Lisa Smiles. Four of them made the list for yeah. current.
0: You said Red Turkey was the top current reproducer right there. That's a dog owned by Travis Oliphant in Richmond, Missouri.
1: Yep, yep, he has a total of 105 pups on the ground in uh, uh, seven, or seven of them are titled.
0: Uh, going on to the historical list here. Uh, number one, Key's Outlaw Razor Red out of Thomas's Missouri Bruiser and Markham's Red Kentucky Molly. We got Ficken's Woods Rocky out of T-Top Rabble Rouser and Thomas Midnight Music. The Red Rocker out of Steps Little Pepper and Nighty Night Moonlight Kate. T-Top Rabble Rouser out of T-Top Tree Talking Red Rat and T-Top Rockin' Red Raven. And uh, rounding out the top five, you have Kaufman's Smoking Jericho, out of Kaufman's and Zebo, and Kaufman's Red Roxy.
1: Yep, and then rounding out the top ten is uh, Yellow River Red Dock, uh, Black Krills, or Black Creek Stillwater Chase, uh, Big G Farms Red Ice, Moonlight Aftershock, and Hastings Holler Oak Stevo.
0: Yeah, we talked about Razor Red. That's one that I just recently did on uh, Stud Dog Thursday for, a th- uh, for the Red Bone Breed. Uh, Compares really well to the history of the breed as far as title dogs. That's a dog that's owned by Rob and Katina Childers of West Alexandria, Ohio.
1: Yeah, they bought that dog years ago off of uh, Mr. Alton Key out of uh, out of uh, Wisconsin. And uh, have, they've had a lot of success with uh, with uh, his offspring for sure. You know, his mama there is Markham's Red Kentucky Molly, just a PR dog, not a title dog. And that's a dog I've I've hunted with. He just didn't, didn't hunt that dog very much in competition at all. But I can tell you that is one solid female right there. Yeah.
0: And just looking at the numbers there, 58, uh, title pups, uh, being the number one overall historical reproducer next 39.
1: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Impressive. You know, there's like you said, you know, I know a lot of these dogs, you know, Jericho there, I'll tell you a quick little story hunting at, uh, Autumn Oaks one time. Uh, I was, I forget what year it was or which, uh, but anyways, uh. Uh, we had a strange, strange dog come into my dog. My dog's the only one over there, and we've, we've. I thought we had all the other dogs accounted for, but I'm, I'm swearing there's another dog treed with my dog. And we finally get in there, and sure enough, here's a little puppy that is treed with it. A guy had been just pleasure hunting around there, <laughs> and he's hunting close to Richmond there, and it turns out it was a little smoking Jericho. Oh, there you he go. He was just a puppy at that time. Somebody was uh, uh, Kaufman, uh, not Johnny Kaufman. Was, Johnny uh, and Alice? Well, it was uh, Young. It was Mike Young. Mike was Young? Ha- yeah, okay. Mike Young was handling their, uh, hunting him, and. He came up there all apologetic, but yeah, it was actually a little Jericho. Were on ap- that night? I was on I guess text, text yeah. might have rub- yeah. rubbed
0: off on old Jericho <laughs> a little no, bit. But he treated hey, him, him something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into some of the current red bone reproducing females. Uh, first right now is Fish Creek's She's a Freak out of Lundy's Fish Creek Red Rebel and No Dams Listed. Uh, second, Crazy Mountain Midnight Ruby out of Al- uh, Albee's Little Lace and Albies Red Trixie. Third, L's Rowdy Rhonda out of Pigeon River Big Red Jim and L's Dark Timber Wendy, Fourth is Pigeon River Penny and Vaughn's Red Banjo the Third. Oh, sorry. is out of Vaughn's Red uh, Banjo the Third and Muddy Creek High High Test Heidi. And uh, fifth is going to be Wade's Red Bush out of Rocky Top Jet and Wade's Red Heat.
1: And then also tied for fifth, there's Allen's Ricochet Ruby, uh, Moran's Midnight Brown Sugar, uh, Big Walnuts One Chance Fancy, Stephus Whiz Bang, And rounding out the top 10 is Red Fever, Baby Likes to Rock. That's on the current list for females.
0: She's a freak there. That's a dog owned by Larry Walker and Byron Lundy of Spencer, Indiana.
1: Yeah, that's a dog that doesn't show the the dam, but I'm going to say that's probably a dog that was uh single registered uh, under the old uh, single registration rules. And uh, rumor has it she is maybe maybe a a, a half breed. Oh, Avoid that, but uh, uh, <laughs> nevertheless, uh, she has produced some uh, nice outstanding dogs off of off of Freak. There, a total of what uh, has well four four title dogs off her
0: out of just thirty one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but when you get into the historical, that's whenever we're going to see it. bigger numbers and some pretty good percentages on For here. For sure, yep. Uh, number one on the historical there, Triple B, Ragged Ridge Toady out of Ragged Ridge CD and Posey's Ragged Ridge Katie Did. You got Moonlight Pepper Ann out of Steps Little Pepper and Nighty Night Moonlight Kate. Nighty Night Moonlight Kate is third on the list out of Reed's Saline River Rat and Wapsie River Cookie. You got Kentucky Moonlight Brianna out of Moonlight Big Time Bo and Moonlight Deanna And, uh, there in fifth, you have Jones Yellow River Red Chili out of Mill Creek's Yellow River Dan and Mill Creek's Dancing Red Bailey.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, on down, Mommy's, uh, Bemby, uh, T-Top Rockin' Red Raven, Vans Red Oak Dot, Dark Timber Wendy, and, uh, uh, Perky's Night Stalker Sierra. They round out the top 10, but those are some, uh, females that have done a lot of winning, uh, themselves, uh. Not just reproduce but have done a lot of winning in their time back in the day and uh, i know most all of them quite well yeah
0: uh first one there toady that's a dog uh that's owned by keith bowling of osgood indiana and man she has a pretty nice record there speaks for itself i guess 42 pups on the ground 19 of them titled out for a 45 percent.
1: yeah that's that's about as good as it gets there and she and she herself was just an outstanding female just to bear she is one of the back in the day I remember she was one of them that was probably about as independent as you would find in a red bone female in her day.
0: Yeah, and there are a couple other good percentages on there. I see uh, Kate who has multiple dogs on this list uh, with uh, over fifty percent, and uh, and also um, Brianna who has just over forty percent. Right, and there is actually a couple of dogs on here have multiple dogs. Real quick, Steps Little Pepper has two dogs on this list. Uh, Moonlight Big Time Bo has a couple of dogs on this list. Big Walnut Boone has two on this list. Wrong Way Ace. And Toadie, like we talked about, has two. And but Moonlight Kate, ninety nine Moonlight Kate, has three on this list. So that's impressive for, for a female to have three on this list.
1: Yeah, very impressive. Uh, Moonlight Kate is one that she sits at number three uh, historical, but she is one that had, was a big, big name back in the middle nineties, middle to late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, was a uh, just a really nice dog. Did a lot of winning. Won the uh, won the uh, annual series one year. And we we saved the smallest
0: breed for last. That way we could <laughs> knock it out easy. There they go. The the tree and Walker Coonhounds. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, obviously when we talked about some of the topper breed reproducers of all time, mostly filled with Walkers. When we talk about our current reproducing lists, it's going to be some impressive numbers on here. So
1: sure is, sure is. It's um yeah we we went over this list earlier today before we started recording and got to the to the Walkers here and it's it's very impressive. Uh, so,
0: just to jump out in,
1: let's talk about the current list real quick. Our current number one reproducing
0: Walker male is Mountaintop Slow Talking Bo. That's a dog out of Slow Talking Blaze and Neosho River Wild Roxy. Stylish Bushwhacker out of Colson's Master It and Stylish Abigail. McCall's Silverado Dan out of Waltz's Roadhog and Chloe's Flying Ruby. Dixon's White River Shaker out of Welch's Bodock and Dixon's White River Shorty. And West Fork River All Grand Camo Man, out of track man, and which is Half Pint Peggy.
1: Then in sixth, you have Midnight Rider. In seventh, Insane Frosted Train. Eighth is Wipeout Weapon. Ninth is Wipeout Three. And then in tenth, we have Somewhere Stylish Coma.
0: The first place there, dog, we're obviously, we're going to talk about him a little bit Slow Talking Bowl. That's a dog owned by Randy Lester in Grundy, Virginia. And uh, kind of surprising that Randy is still hunting Bo pretty regularly, a dog that we saw in our top 100 of our TOC and some different places and major events that's also on the top of this uh, top reproducers list, so that's impressive.
1: Yeah, th- over 300 pups sired.
0: 42 of them uh, titled out, and thir- that makes 13.7%, so not bad for a dog that's still uh, pretty young in his uh, reproduction. All right, legacy.
1: right a stylish bushwhacker there number 2 obviously that's a name that we hear a lot that's a very popular name you know and and uh, that's a dog that came out of northern indiana um and i've uh i don't think i've ever hunted with bushwhacker i'm surprised i haven't i've seen him a lot at hunts but i don't think i've ever i can't remember i've ever hunted with him his mom i have a stylish abigail uh she was a, a nice dog and you know a bushwhacker is a kind of an open spot kind of a white looking dog and abigail was very uh he had a mostly white dog, but uh, they've had a lot of success off old bushwhacker as well. Uh, six, 639 pups sired by bushwhacker already.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, one thing that uh, you'll see on our current list if you if you keep up with it is having a whole bunch of pups on the ground. Being a, I guess, Bushwhacker's probably around six, seven years old, probably not much older than that if he is. Having that many pups on the ground and being able to be on the current reproducers list because of the uh, percentages that it goes by instead of the sheer numbers right. is kind of rare. So that just yep. shows that a lot of the Bushwhacker pups are doing really well in the yeah. in the competition scene.
1: Yeah, and the other thing that's good to see is Whitey Marshall's dog here, Silverado Dan. You know, Whitey Marshall is just a good guy out of Kentucky there and, and has taken his breeding seriously for a lot of years here. And he's got old Silverado Dan as number three uh, on the current list.
0: Yeah. Then when you talk about some, some big names, let's take a deep dive into the, the historical list here. Uh, number one, All Grand Track Man out of Nocturnal Style and Rock River Lady. Two, Backwater Bone Collector out of Hubs Homer and Looking Up Stylish Nowheres. Uh, Insane Kane out of X Jr. and Insane Jane. Tequila Sunrise out of Rat Attack and Stylish Silk. And Booger Hollow Mojo out of Davis's Stylish Harry's Hammer and Horse, Horse Range Stylish J-Lo.
1: Yeah, then in sixth you have Fletcher's stylish Jake. Seventh is Schooner River Fred. Eighth is Crow and Grant's Cutter. Ninth is Cowie Creek Clint, and tenth is uh, Rock or Sons Rock River Cord.
0: What What else can we say about Trackman? We've talked about him a little bit already. Obviously owned by owned by Kurt Erring and Buzz Lynch. Kurt's up in uh, uh, Missouri, but man, to be on on top of this list isn't surprising because of his sheer number of pups. He has over three. Actually, of this uh, our list earlier might have been a little outdated. He has over 3,000 pups now, according to our, our most current reproducer list. Yeah, I think list.
1: we talked about that. He, only, he was like five short. So, yeah. So, He's yeah. 13 Must pups Must been a matter of then. a day or two here. <laughs> uh, and
0: 515 of those titled out. But what's impressive to me is still 17% yep. of his pups yep. are titled out.
1: Yep, sure is.
0: Um, Just a dominant reproducer, yep. seems like.
1: Yeah, Bone collector obviously another one that's just all these dogs on here big name big name dogs in the breed you know bone collector insane cane tequila sun booger hollow mojo you know that's another one that has done so much uh and 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 most of these dogs probably as far as the top 5 probably none more so than booger hollow mojo he has won a lot from an early age uh but yeah it's uh just uh schooner river fred uh Crow and Grant's Cutter. I remember when that dog was in the final cast of the World Hunt. Just a solid dog. Uh, a pup off of him that did well in your part of the country. What was that uh, dog's name? Uh, Cutter Kane. Cutter Kane. Cutter Cane, yeah. I, but uh, uh, just some really solid dogs. Rock River Cord, obviously. Frank getting stuff off of Saka Jr. son, But uh, yeah. just an impressive uh, name of who's who on that list.
0: Before we move to the females, just uh, quickly looking at the, the top 20 uh, sires who have titled the most pups. Nine dogs on this historical list are in the top 20. So that just shows yeah. you that this list yeah. is a very strong list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to go over some of the current Walker females? There?
1: Sure. Sure. So current uh, uh, Walker females, starting with number one is Sloane's Insane Bella, who is sired by Sloan's Insane Kane and off a tree singing Barbie doll. Uh, number two is Mullins Take It Easy, who is off a of Red Eagle Good Time Charlie and Hardwood Liquid Maxie. Number three is Dunbar Zoe, who's off a of Hughes Storm and Hughes Mighty Holly. Number four is the world champion Spavenaugh Creek Insane Emmy, who is off a of gorgeous Gomer and Caney Creek JoJo. And then number five is also a uh, past world champion, Keegan's Letting Loose Lila, who is off a of, uh, Devinger's Hog Creek Mike and Lone Pine Honey Bunny.
0: Uh, running out of our top 10 there, we got Long's Missouri Three Blank Domino. Beulah, uh, Beulah River Hannah, Dirty White Lie, Mafia's Redneck Baby, and Abbott's Lightning Ann.
1: Yeah, so number one, what do you have on Insane Bella there? Yeah, uh, 43%, you know, another good percentage here. Uh, 41 total pups, uh, 18 of them are are titled.
0: Yeah, just a, a dog that Tom Sloan owns over in David, Kentucky. As he owns Bella, and like you said, great numbers for
1: Bella there. Yeah, just uh, very impressive. You know, obviously two world champions there that uh, – Need no introduction, Spavanaw Creek, Insane Emmy. Uh, letting loose Lila. Two dogs there. It's good to see those dogs that have won a lot and won big in their day showing up on uh, uh, current reproducers lists like this.
0: Yeah, and I see down there in the nine spot or tied for eight there, Mafia's Redneck Baby. That would be the damn of our world champion this year. Yeah, there you May, go. Uh, yeah. Get going, Jenna. So right, right. Seeing a lot of uh, – it's always good to see uh, some world champion yeah, stuff on here. Yeah.
1: So the last, uh, last but not least, we have the historical uh, list for females, number one. Hardwood She's Not Easy, who's sired by all grand track man and off a of habit, Stylish Josie. Number two is Insane Wenty, who's off of Insane Kane and Naylor's Hur- Hurricane Janie. Number three is uh, Crocker's Quick Flash, who's off of Sun's Rock River Cord and Scott's Crooked Creek Threat. And number four, Backwater Pearl, who is off of Kitty's Wipeout Zeb and Moore's Hillbilly Bonnie. And then number five is the world champion Bolden and Turpin's Insane Jane, who is off of Stylish Rube and Naylor's Hurricane Jane. Sixth through
0: 10th, we got Brown's Little Peg, Stylish Witch, Truman Lake Wendy, Peppermint Patty, and Rock River Lady. Yes. What a list of females that have had a huge impact on the breed. Uh, just so, so impressive. The first one there, Hardwood, She's Not Easy. That's a, a female owned by Dennis Griffin and Jerry Fraser of Sumner, Georgia. Probably best known for her and Power Pack just absolutely dropping
1: right, uh, right. a ton of
0: nice dogs right. onto the onto the scene down there in the south.
1: Right. And number two, that Insane Wenty. number two, the percentage there, uh, wow, impressive, 78%. Uh, 37, 35 permanently registered dogs out of the 37 total pups, uh, 29 of them are titled
0: just look at the looking at the percentage of the walker females what it takes to get on this yep. historical female mm-hmm. list you got to be proud of yourself to make this list 53 yeah. 53 78 60 70 61 54 my goodness
1: yeah my backwater God. pearl they're 70 percent just crazy uh Crocker's quick flash uh uh she's a dog out of Michigan here has has produced so many nice nice dogs and just and I've hunted with a bunch of them just it's, this is a crazy list right here
0: yeah and to talk about some of the notable things on the list as far as dogs that have multiple offspring. When on I say there.
1: crazy, I mean crazy good. <laughs> yes, crazy sir. good. That's
0: right. Uh, Rock River Sackett Jr., obviously a Michigan dog here that the Getting Zone has three on this list uh, two historical males, a historical female. Also got five other uh, sires and dams that have uh, multiple dogs on the list Track Man, Insane X, Hickory Nut Harry, Frostbite, and Naylor's Hurricane Jane all have multiple dogs on the list that they have uh, either whelped or sired. Um, one thing that stood out to me looking at this Walker list and the historical list, we talked about how a lot of the historical list that's on there currently is also on our top of all time list. Do you, just the way it is right now it, with so people spreading out so much with, with dogs they're breeding to, do you see any of our current stud dogs ever making an impact on the breed with three, 4,000 pups on the ground again?
1: I don't know. You know, the, there's one dog that is one of the hottest stud dogs out there right now. We haven't even mentioned his name. Yeah. And that's the world champion Willie. Yep. You know, and is has done is is just the hottest stud dog out there right now and reproducing like crazy. You know, and the other day we were talking with uh about that is uh J.R. Gray, who owns Willie, is uh was very new at the time. He had only been hunting in competition for a couple of years when he won the world championship with Willie. And we were talking about had that not all uh transpired the way it did, he wins the world championship get some females backed up to him we may have never known what willie could have produced right but now that's a dog that we've not mentioned in any of these lists and we will hear you know probably the next time or, or soon here down the road he is going to make these lists but that just shows you as hot as he is i don't know what his numbers look like right now but they're they're uh, they're looking really good but uh that just tells goes to show you how strong the breed is in the reproduction side of things.
0: Yeah, and it also I do I jotted down his numbers before we came down because I noticed the same thing. Willie's not on there uh, as of right now. He's sired uh, just right at twelve hundred pups, sixty six title dogs. A lot of them are really young. He's he's putting down pups on pups the past couple of
1: years. And that just goes sixty six title dogs and that many pups on the ground, and he hasn't even showed up. Yeah. We didn't talk about him today. It Just tells you really how strong. Really puts it into perspective how strong this reproducers the, list
0: is. The history of the walker yep. breed, it's, uh, it's impressive. very impressive.
1: So, impressive.
0: Man, I sure hope everybody enjoyed our little talk <laughs> about reproduction. It was uh, obviously a, a lot lo- of
1: information. Yeah, it took a little longer than I thought it might. but uh, We may get scolded by the media team
0: here a little bit for going uh, going over time <laughs> a little bit. But, but hey, it, I enjoyed it, and I think people are going to enjoy hearing about some of the history of the top reproducers in the breed. And, uh, and probably one that they refer back to and listen to a few times, I'd say. But, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this and, uh, hope you stick around for the next one. Thanks for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to like and follow UKC Hunting Ops on Facebook and Instagram.